0: welcome back to another episode. It is your host, Jocelyn Renee, and I am so excited to have with me someone who is completely revolutionizing the world of locks, the world of extensions, the world of braiding, like really bringing something new and fresh to the industry that is not only changing the game, but is also empowering stylists, creating Multi, well, six, seven figures out here. So, this is, I'm, I'm just so excited to bring her onto the podcast. But before I do that, I want to share her bio with you so you get a sense of who it is that we're talking to before she is officially on the podcast. So, her bio reads uh, Tatiana is a true artist in the world of hair braiding and micro locks from the young age of 11 tatiana's passion for braiding ignited and she quickly became known for her lightning fast twisting skills despite finding success in the it industry tatiana felt a yearning to align with her true calling and bring joy to black women through the art of braiding driven by her dedication and a deep desire to serve Tatiana made the bold decision to leave her thriving corporate career behind and focus solely on her craft. This marked a significant turning point for a Salon Braids That Speak. While it had been catering to diverse braiding styles for years, Tatiana decided to specialize in bomb twists in 2018. She poured her heart into perfecting the style, delighting countless women with her expertise. However, Tatiana's insatiable love for braids and her curiosity for locks continue to fuel her creative spirit. In 2020, she introduced her brainchild to the world, Bell Micro Locks. Combining her exceptional skills in braiding with a deep understanding of locks, Tatiana pioneered this revolutionary technique. Bell Micro Locks are small sized braids or twists adorned with extensions, transforming into stunning locks over time. At Braids That Speak, Tatiana and her team are dedicated to serving women seeking the exquisite beauty of Bell Microlocks twists and braids. Their commitment goes beyond providing exceptional styles, and they are also passionate about empowering others through comprehensive training programs. They educate individuals worldwide, transforming them into skilled Bell Microlocks consultants. Tatiana's journey is an embodiment of passion, dedication and the pursuit of authentic self-expression with every client she serves and every consultant she trains she breathes life into her vision of making hair a powerful medium for self-confidence and empowerment so without further ado let's bring Tatiana on the podcast welcome 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 thank you so much thank you thank you thank you Thank you. I'm truly excited for you to be here. Okay, that was nice. like just for, <laughs> just the bio I'm blown away. <laughs> so, I have I to ask, it. I have to ask right if you could kind of like strip away those titles and like tell us who you are without them. How would you introduce yourself.
1: Absolutely. So basically I'm Tatiana. I go by Tati. Um, I come from Cameroon, West Africa, and I am a sibling. I'm a twin um, and I have, yeah, I have a total of five siblings. And so I come from a very big family, very humble family. And so hair has just always been something that I've been passionate about and interested in. Um, But at the same time, parent you know, societal expectations, like some of you know, like coming from an African household, education is like everything. So I always took education very, very seriously, but I never thought about business. I never thought about, you know, my gift, talent, but, you know, I'm just, without all the title, um, I would literally just say, I hold the mirror for women to see themselves to see their beautiful true selves that's literally like forget all those titles that's truly what i do every single day and of course you know i don't personally do that the hair myself but you know my team which they're amazing in maryland georgia and dallas like shout out to them they they do all the hard work you know i just i just Push their work out
0: there and i show it off <laughs> yes i mean that that is that is what we aspire to get to when you're building a business right is to be in that visionary that delegation role to be able to have a team that is sustaining what you've envisioned and created to allow you to show up as your true self that mirror for other women i do i want to say there was a time when you were doing the hair oh yeah Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was. Oh,
1: oh, I've spent long hours, long, long hours doing hair. So don't get it twisted. Just because I got a team now doesn't mean I can't really. I still get my hands in the mix you know, as often as I can. And, and to, to be honest, that's my, that's my favorite part of my job. Like my favorite part of my job is not even like the social media, it's not even the administrative CEO side of things. It's when I'm buying a chair connecting with my clients I feel like that's truly where my gift is happening yeah 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 so i I love and i'm I mean every chance I get every chance I get I'm like in the salon doing something <laughs> and I'm sure people are telling you back up I got this yeah oh yeah my they're just like, "Oh my gosh, here she goes again, and I'm like so big on content, so I want to record everything, and they're just like, yep, that's that's tassy for you. Um.
0: <laughs> I love that. So um let's kind of talk about where you where you currently are, right? because you said you have a team in the Maryland area, Georgia, Dallas. Um, what have you built? Like could you walk us through what your company essentially what it looks like now?
1: Absolutely. So um I would say our headquarters is, Go ahead, speak on it. Is, Claim it. It's in my it's in my home basement. Matter of fact, my mother's home basement.
0: <laughs> that's, gotta my, start somewhere.
1: that's a headquarters of so bring that Like I'm just gonna be honest. Um and so yeah, so um after after growing my team slightly in maryland um we were getting so much demand in georgia and at the time one of my team members was moving back she's from georgia so she was moving back and i was just like oh that's a great opportunity you know she's already going to be working at the shop and so you know if i can just like test out the market for like a year i'm the girl like Even the whole braiding thing, leaving my corporate job, I was, I only planned on doing it for a year because, and the only reason why I did that was because I just wanted God to stop, like, to chill out because I could not sleep, I could not drink water without thinking about. You know, that being the fact that I wasn't in alignment with what I was called to do. So I was just like, all right, God, look, I'm going to try this out for a year. So if I don't make chill. the same amount of money that I'm making in my corporate job, I'm out. At least I've tested it. I've tried it. So you can't tell me nothing.
0: Sorry that I, mean, I didn't at least do it. Yeah. This is year four. <laughs> wow.
1: I have tried to quit, but.
0: <laughs> they won't let you, I'm sure.
1: Oh my gosh. No. So. Georgia was literally just like a pilot to like see what that was about. And you know, I was just like, all right, I'm gonna rent a salon suite and see how it goes. We try this thing out for a year. When I say it stretched me, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it stretched the crap out of me. So I've grown so 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 much since um being in Georgia. And I wouldn't even so actually no, Georgia came third. So after Marilyn, my business partner and I, um, because I used to live in Dallas, Texas. Oh, okay, so let's put in Dallas. Started, mm-hmm, so okay. my business partner and I, she was like, All right, look, we've been talking about opening up a salon for the longest. Let's just do it. So we during COVID,
0: our crazy stuff, 2020, we, right?
1: Yeah, like we went ahead and did it and used all our savings. At that time, I hadn't even come up with bell micro locks at all. So I was still offering mainly bomb twists at that time. And so things were hard. It was tough. We weren't getting as many clients, obviously, because of COVID. Yeah, so, yeah. but we still managed to build out our salon and then got that running. And then when I came up with Bell Micrologs, things really blew up. And then it was February of 2021 where I decided to test out Georgia. And it's surprisingly still operating because I've had my moments where I'm like, look, uh uh-uh.
0: uh, <laughs> Georgia is not for me. but. <laughs> I hear I hear that when it comes to locks. Ooh. And Georgia's tough. Yeah. What are yeah. some challenges that you had to I guess face or deal with um going from Texas to Maryland to Georgia like with your clientele?
1: Texas, I won't even lie, was was fairly easy because not just because we didn't have that much competition, but Texas Texas is so large, right? So Um, We were actually really, really needed there. There was a huge demand. So it was kind of easy. Georgia too, there was, there was a huge demand, but I just felt like I had a rough time trying to find my staff, my team. So like, like people are interested in, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Very interested in Georgia. So like navigating different personalities, navigating different things. And then also, I think the hardest part for me was that I wasn't there. I don't live there. So It was, it's been very, very challenging, like having to go in between all three
0: states. You go in between all three?
1: Yeah, I try to go as often as I can. Mm -hmm. Wow. So for the longest, Georgia was just like, they ran and operated everything. And it was just like, I would go there as often as I can. And the only reason why I couldn't go there even more frequently was just because I'm a mom. So I had a toddler and,
0: you know, it was, yeah, crazy. Wow, in my mind, I'm like, okay, she doesn't have any kids. She's out here look, doing all this. Oh, stuff. no. Look, if I didn't have any kids,
1: I probably would have opened up in, like, three other states by you, you now. you be
0: international, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I'm just like, you know, I want to be a good mom. And, you know, this age is, like, a great age to, like, really bond with my child. And I spent so much time a little bit away from him. I worked late a lot of the times. And so it's just like, nah, right now I want to focus on quality instead of quantity. So,
0: yeah. So, I mean, you, you listen to that voice in your head to like quit your job, to go into pursuing hair full time. What was the draw or like, what did you feel was the calling for you to come up with the bell micro locks? Honestly, when I, um, got into it like when COVID happened
1: I was just I don't know I was listening I was listening to a lot of podcasts so there was this particular co- podcast by uh shoot I forgot her name something heller and at the time her podcast was called don't leave your day job mm-hmm. and she was had already left right no she was actually encouraging people to leave their to leave oh, their day job and giving you know, okay. reasons why you should leave your day job. um, oh, okay. She had a huge impact. On, she has no idea, but she had a huge impact on my life. Cause I, I think I listened to every single darn podcast and she was just giving evidence of like people who left their day jobs. And I was listening to all sorts of podcasts just to validate, like it was honestly just for validation. I just need somebody to tell me, okay, you're doing the right thing, right. Just do it, you know? And so, yeah, I was, I kept trying to fight, you know with my gut feeling that I was doing the right thing and yeah. I w- I listened to that po- podcast because I thought she was going to discourage me but she ended up encouraging me <laughs> oh my gosh God is funny he's funny but yeah um, mm-hmm. so while I was doing yeah. that I was listening to a lot of podcasts that was encouraging me to always like whatever field you're in always try to find solutions the whole point of having a business is to Offer a solution yep, that you can pay for, right? Yep. Solve a problem. And so when I, I was like, okay, at the time when I started out, I'm very shy. I was very timid. I, you know, I didn't really like, yeah, I know, I know, I didn't like to talk much. Um, but when I would start braiding, it was just like. We would talk, but at first, I would just put the TV on because I didn't I didn't know how to connect, you know. Yeah. Um, African, majority of my clients were African-Americans, and so, you know, there was just this whole disconnect, but I was yeah. like, the more I listened to podcasts, it encouraged me to talk about important topics. So I started, I, it got to a point where I would turn off the TV and we would talk, like, I would force myself to talk. I had to Google, like, okay, three questions, I, five questions I should, I should ask my client, like, literally, that's how yes. much, I wanted to change myself and change that idea of, oh, I'm shy, I'm timid, but no, because I was like, that's not going to get me far. I had to connect with my clients based on listening to this podcast. Because if you don't connect to your clients, how are you going to know what problems they're having? So I was like, I can't even hold a conversation. And I'm spending three hours with them. Oh, no. And once I started, that was it. Like, It was just always great conversation after great conversation after great conversation. And I was just taking mental notes of patterns of different things that I was hearing. And so when I really got into bomb twists and I would talk to my clients, a lot of them were busy women. They didn't have time and they would come back, literally take their hair down, wash it, come in the very next day. And so I'm like, women want something lightweight they want something easy to deal with and that's basically what just was but was temporary so when some lady my business partner in, in in dallas she got tired of her hair she was like all right we just opened up shop and i'm over here like all right we don't have money we don't have clients we gotta we gotta like try to get our clients right so she's like this is before bell microlox came about or anything locks came about, she was like, "So Tati, I'm tired of my hair. I'm sick of it. I'm like, this. What are you sick of? There's nothing to be. The only thing worth thinking about, we think of, is being broke, like, and not having clients. Okay? okay, how about that? Yeah. And so she's like, "Well, I don't want to do anything with my hair anymore. Can you lock my hair? Can you do micro locks? I was like, "You got me all the way bent. Like you, you're supposed to be. I'm ball. Imagine I'm ball headed, and you're the one. You're the only person with hair who's hair you're trying team? to grow grow a hair business thank you I and mean, we're trying to go you're you're my model you're like right you're, i'm hair studios model what are you talking about tell me to put some braids in your hair and you know keep it I moving yeah. yeah she's like yeah no i'm tired i'm over it i'm tired of combing my hair i'm tired of detangling my hair i was like well, how dare you? like i was so mad i used every excuse in the book not to do her hair and then one day um, our client canceled on us, and we were already at the shop. And she was like, oh, "Well, now you got time." I was right. so oh. mad. I
0: was so mad. I you was have, mad. can't even say no.
1: <laughs> Not knowing, you know, that forced me to learn something that I was never even open minded to. And once I did it, posted it. Um, so she was this the first lock I had and it's been history since then we started get I started getting a lot more people that are like oh you do locks now oh can you do mine and I, I probably got like two people after that and then I was still booked up with belt with Bob Twist yeah. so sorry I don't have the, the capacity and then um one day after after doing about five installs and posting it this lady came up to me and she was like, look, you're already doing something that looks like a permanent style. She's like, I love, I love, um, bomb twists. I love the parting. I love how it looks. Can you just make it permanent with human hair? I was like, yeah, see, yeah, nah, I don't have experience. I don't, I, I literally disqualified myself and I was like, look, I don't have experience with locks. I don't even know the first. She's like, uh, yes, you do. You've done. I've, I've been seeing your posts. I've been. They're clocking you, you watching yeah. you. Yeah. You deal with extensions. I've been seeing your bomb suits. I was like, yeah, but permanence, human hair, that's a whole different level. I don't even know where to start. I'm not even sure. She's like, well, we'll figure it out. So I was like, I can be your guinea pig. Like, I'm not gonna give you a hard time. Like, I'm open-minded. I was like, oh, okay. Look, one thing I learned in IT is that's how I got my IT job. Like, you got to fake it till you make it. You And you, you got to act like you know it and then figure okay. it out when you get home. Figure so out all the job, okay? <laughs> like, Truly. So that's exactly what I did. And once I did that, oh, my gosh. um, We found some hair. We tested it out. And I forgot about her and then she came back like six weeks later she sent me a picture she's like oh I think I got to come back for you to do something I was like yeah no you don't like how am I supposed to make... I didn't even realize that I... there's a maintenance portion this is how cool I was about locks like there's wow. a maintenance portion after that and I was like but I'm booked up with bomb twist yeah how where am I gonna fit these people in and I found a way fit them in. I literally learned how to do a retie the night before my first retie client. <laughs> but that's that's just the type of person that I am. Like even if I don't know something, I make sure I know it. I master it, and I become really, really, really good at it. So that's just how that's just how I operate. And I really think that's what got me this far. It's and that's operating how in
0: alignment. Out. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. you were you're were listening to the the callings that were yeah. put out for you. Like yeah. to have a client tell you, do it on me. I'm not gonna complain. I'm not gonna give you a hard time. That is like the ideal client right there. Cause most yeah. times like, oh, did you didn't do it right. It doesn't look good. What is exactly. this?
1: Exactly. And especially because you know, she, she didn't know me personally. She just said, look, I've seen your content online. I never, she didn't see my face. She just saw my work and somehow trusted me to be able to do this permanent style on her that I had never done before you know so that I mean that to me said a lot I was like I can't disappoint this woman I gotta get this right so right and you gotta show
0: up as your true self so because yeah. you did that took because you took that leap of faith to um install the first Bell Micro Lock client how has the system you created opened or changed the world your world for you
1: oh my god it's changed not only my world, but so many Black women. I mean, we hear from our, our, our clients, we hear about how, like, they're able to swim now, and they never used to swim, um, especially after COVID. A lot of women had just they were so done with their hair. It was crazy. And a lot, I never realized the whole reason why I never got into locks was because I just didn't think there was that much of a demand for it. And I thought you had to have 20 years plus experience to be a lactician. You know, so for me, because I'm a I'm a learn, I'm a learned person and I like to learn. I I to absorb information i don't act like i know everything and mm-hmm. if i don't know something i say hey look i don't know about this but i'm gonna find out you know what i mean and i if you give me a chance i'm gonna test it out if you like it boom 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 um so i really think bell Michael Lux has helped a lot of women who and want to start off with their own hair a lot of women who and that's literally going against the grain right because yeah. with locks you're told it's start best to be- as possible yeah. um it's more authentic if it's with your own hair but what about women who what let's just think about not the usual the people you're not going to see on youtube like if you go on youtube and type micro locks you're going to see people with perfect hair you're going to see women with thick luscious beautiful thick hair well what about the women who one their hair isn't growing right now because of fertility medications that they are on or shots that they're on what if they're not their hair is not growing because of low iron what if they have thin areas like for me stress started causing me to have really really thin air like a thin spot in the middle of my head so if i had locked my hair with my own hair i would not have felt as as confident what about corporate women in corporate america who are like look I like my hair to be this long all the time, but I'm tired of box braids. I'm tired of crochet. I'm tired of my getting my hair pulled every six weeks and changing styles every six weeks. I just want something that's permanent. I just want something that's convenient. I would love to just, a lot of just want it to wake up in the morning and spend literally no time on their hair. Yep. So that's literally what Lux is about. It's for women that are like, they don't want, the regular they don't want the status quo they don't want you know what everybody else is doing these are women that
0: are setting their own standard of beauty that's the truth about that. yes they are and i i um i feel like i've been i don't say stalking is probably a strong word following heavily <laughs> the brains that speak brand. I won't report you
1: i will not report
0: you <laughs> And for me, I was very, um, I was inspired because when I was reading about the system and how you've been able to train people, one of the, um, the keywords or like the, one of the things that stood out to me in the ad and in the um, information was that it helps you create a lifestyle, um, a way of living. That, that can afford or finance the lifestyle you want because a lot of stylists are living client to or paycheck-to-paycheck, so to speak. Um, yeah. Was that something that you were aware of when you went into creating Bell Micro Locks or that was like a byproduct of having had Bell Micro Lock clients?
1: Literally, it was a byproduct. I never thought about the money. Matter of fact, when I started doing Bell Micro Locks, I was charging $600. And That's I was 14 hours with the hair, too? hours sometimes, including the hair, yeah. including the hair. $600. That Imagine if crazy. I spent $300 on the hair and $300 yeah. working 15 hours. But guess what? At that time, for some weird reason, I never thought about the money. I just thought, well, maybe there's something like, I guess the fact that people keep requesting it, maybe there's something there. And literally it was with the more I posted it. And then I was getting comments like, girl, I've never seen this before. You should patent this. You should trademark this. Like a lot of people just kept saying, I've never seen this before. And I was like, wait, y'all never seen this before? I just created something by mistake and didn't know. I mean, I didn't go into this like, oh, I'm going to create. I just created something. It was literally my followers at the time my early followers, they were like, "Uh, you should name this. You should get a name. And every time I would see a comment, like, I was like, all right, I guess I got to come up with a name. Because at first, it was just micrologs with added extensions. And when I realized that it was like lucrative, like nobody was, at least nobody that I knew. And I tried to search. Yeah. Nobody was really doing it. And so I was yeah. like, oh, there's something here. That's when I got i got um somebody to help me get a trademark. And I actually recently just got accepted for my trademark. So it's a fish like yeah, thank you. Yeah, getting that paper it feels real good. Yeah. No, money was never a thought. It was just like I was just doing what I loved and I was just trying new things. And I just wanted to see what would come out of it. So it was literally my my followers that were like, oh do that. And once I did it, then I
0: that's where I started getting my boost like, oh, this is this is different. Okay. Right. This is a system here. I have something. Um yeah. so with creating this and coming from the um cultural background that you have, how has uh your family, friends, how have they uplifted you? Kind of like been like, what are you doing? You need to go get your that's corporate a, job. Like, what's it what's great like
1: question. That's a great question. In the beginning, it was rough. I'm not even going to lie. Um, You know, being African, locks is not a a thing where it's like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I don't come from that type of family. Like there's just, there isn't, there's a lot of information. There are a lot of assumptions. Um, A lot of times Africans think locks are dirty. Locks are, um, you know, I actually locked my hair in college one time. I had did break locks. I kept them in for a year and a half, and I was on the path of like, you know, being a vegan. And you know, I came home to visit my family, and they were like, "What's going on with you? Like, are you a Rastafarian now? Like, your dad would be turning in his grave if he knew that." You know, I was like, "Cause I locked my hair, and I'm eating better, better. Wow. What? Myself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact, like, what?" So knowing that, um, it was just I, I've always just been like the black sheep <laughs> in my family, and so it it was surprising, but not really surprising. So even when I when I decided I was gonna leave my job, oh, everybody tried to convince me. Well, you know what? Do it for keep keep your job, um, okay. and keep doing this. But I'm like, I'm not that I'm not that type. Of, I'm not that girl. I can try this for like five months, six months, but something gotta give. Like I I like to jump into things. Fully and put my whole heart and soul into it.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. So I mean, that that's good. You jumped in, even despite what your family, the naysayers may may have said. It took um, them a while. It, a while. it yeah. wasn't
1: so. You know, I wasn't. I, I never borrowed money from any of my family members. Matter of fact, I was sponsoring things. I was contributing the most, and so they're looking at me like, "Oh, she got broke. She got broke."
0: you you were planting seeds okay
1: you know what I mean I was planting seeds I was just I was just doing me and eventually you know my family caught up caught on to it my mom even changed her whole mind she was like I don't even know why I felt that way back in the day locks are actually beautiful when she would see women like walking out god I like your hair I wish your are she's even asked me to do hers and I'm like oh girl <laughs> i don't care anymore
0: i'm the ceo but you know one day i'll have someone on my team yeah, yep <laughs> yeah
1: but i'm like look mom i know i know you i know how you are you
0: yeah you are stress me out
1: with these
0: <laughs> you're not gonna come for your maintenance you're gonna be like <laughs> listen the way i lock my mom's hair i really locked her hair thinking like oh i'm gonna put these locks in she'll be done in like a month i think we're like seven years in i'm like you still have these? <laughs> like I, i'm often surprised so i get wow. yeah, um. I I wanted to touch on, um, your, your, your mindset, right? Because you said that Mm -hmm. having the multiple locations, even creating the, um, the, the brand, like it really stretched you, um, how did you, or where did you find the fortitude, the strength to keep pushing forward in this Mm -hmm. uncharted area and where did that come from? man no honestly
1: the beginning was very 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 difficult um like the first two years or so was tough um especially like when i started hiring because doing it by yourself oh easy like (laughs) easy okay when you start employing people when you start dealing with taxes when you start i was stressed out um when you start talking about operations when you start talking about hr when you start Talking about departments, I'm like, wait, I have a whole company. I gotta create an orchard. Like, wait, I gotta have a man like a legit manager manager. Like, I gotta think about this. And so, um, luckily, one of my clients um reached out, she would always check on me. And so one day I was just I just told her I'm stressed the heck out. And she was like, What do you need? Um, and I told her, and she was like, Well, I can be your coach, your business coach. And I literally instantly hired her, and she's helped me out so much with not just, you know, transforming my company, but she's really, really helped transform me, my mindset, how I think, how I, you know, look at things. I mean, I wouldn't even lie. That's the best investment that I think I made in my business.
0: The, uh, get hiring a business coach. What was one way of thinking that transferred you after hiring that business coach?
1: um just having somebody to share ideas with I wouldn't even yeah. lie. being a CEO can be very lonely especially mm-hmm. I don't have any other friend that's like in business full time that we can go to dinner and, and like talk about talk trash about our businesses and like just like express ourselves how we truly feel I just felt like I always had to show up strong because I had a team mm-hmm. that's looking at me. they're looking at they're like If they see me worried, they get concerned. Like, all right, how is she holding up? Is this business going to last? And, you know, especially being an at-home business and for everything to grow the way that it did. Also, managing growth. I was not ready for that. I I did not have a lot of things in place. And so I had to figure out a lot of things on my own and just, like, the pressure of having to do it fast. And then I was like, oh, I got to hire... When she came into my life, it was like, oh, you gotta hire a customer service team, and this is how you gotta train them. This is how you, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And at the time, I was actually still on the floor. Ooh, that's a lot. Floor. Yeah.
0: yeah. When did so, you, it, when did you decide to step back? I had to step back. Um, Notice she said "had" was- to step back. Not not I wanted to step
1: back. I had to. Oh, I had to step back because. One thing I learned is you can't work in your business and work on your business can't can't do both
0: no Mm-mm. facts, okay? yeah, <laughs> Very much facts. and I mean, I find, I found personally that there are seasons, right? Like if as a solopreneur or as um stylist, salon professionals, you may grow through seasons where you are only in it. And then it's like, oh, man, maybe I need to hire somebody. Maybe I need to take less clients so that I can work on the business. And then I'm back in it and then I'm on it. And I, for me, exactly. it was too much. Like, I agree with you. It is, you're either in it or you're on it. Because doing both is just yeah, a
1: lot. And in this age of social media, you ha- you have to have an online presence. You know, when my business coach told me, well, you got to start showing up. Like, I think you have to start building trust because guess what? If you're not, if you're working on the business, that means the people that you're serving aren't seeing your face, you know, they know Tatiana, they don't know your individual staff members. So at least show up so they can see your face, build that trust. And, you know, it's from her that I, I really gained confidence in like showing up and just showing up as I am. Cause I just felt like. In a way, I just kind of felt like, you know, imposter syndrome and I felt like I wasn't enough. I felt like I had to have this big personality. I had to have this and that and the perfect background or the perfect, you know, and it's just like, no, people don't care about that. People yeah. just want you to show, just show up. Yeah.
0: yeah. You, you, I noticed that on your Instagram, you were doing like a nine is a 90 day live challenge. something. Yeah. Like that. Oh my God. Was that, was that as a result of your business coach or that was something you just wanted to challenge yourself with? No, that was her. That was her.
1: Oh my God. And I'm never doing it again. Never doing it again. I think, no matter if I, I think I've, I stopped halfway. I won't even lie. It, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. <clears throat>
0: what did you notice though? Like, what What did you become aware of with going live for 30 plus, 40 days even? Yeah,
1: I would say I went live, Um, I've gone live a total of like 40 something, 45, 46 days. And one of the biggest things that I learned is just that like, the more you do it, the better you get, the more confident you become. Um, I will show up a lot of times and I not even have a topic until one minute before I go live or when somebody will ask a question. I just used to be scared, like, well, who's gonna show up? Who wants to hear me talk, you know? And yeah. the more I did it, it was like, oh, it went from having 100 people view it to, you know, 300, 400, 500. And now like at least I have a good thousand plus plays. And I guess I at the time I was kind of focused on the numbers and my business coach had to tell me, she was like, focus on one person. So literally join the live and talk to one person. And if you talk to that one person, that's all you need to do. If you change that one person's mindset and you change their life or you give them information that's going to help them, even the people that watch the playback, focus on one person. It just, it literally just like,
0: it it took a
1: weight. It took a pressure off me, a huge pressure where it was just like, all right, I'm just showing up for my one person. If he touches two, three, five, great.
0: But if you yeah. touches one person, my job is done. Did you notice that your um, consistency with going live impacted your business or the brand at all? Yeah, absolutely. We definitely got a lot more consultations
1: because it really built trust. Um, it put me out as a thought leader on micro you know, even though a lot of times like I'm very hard on myself. And so a lot of times there are things that I don't think I know that I actually know. <laughs> and so when I would get questions, there wasn't ever a question. I was like, Oh, I can't answer that. Um, so also like some things that I, I realized was, all right, maybe I got to do a little bit more research on this. Maybe I have to, you know, and provide more information on this. I see people are really struggling with this people that are not even my clients. And, um, and also just gives me a chance to just talk about something that I love. So it's not only for them, it's for me too, you
0: know? Yeah. It keeps you keeps you keeps you um abreast or like yeah. in the fold of the industry. Oh, um yeah, that that is that is a beautiful thing, beautiful thing about connecting with the people that we serve. Um so like as we're thinking or I'd rather as you're thinking about the future with your businesses, um, what is one goal that you say you have for your brand over the next, let's say six months to a year? <laughs> Ooh.
1: I'm really doing a lot of internal work right now. Um, And so my biggest goal this year, this past three, four months has just been um, building my team and bringing in the right people to support me as far as the administrative aspect of things. um, Another thing that I'm working on is that I'm building out out my dream salon in Clinton, Maryland. So we're actually, we're going to be moving soon. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be moving and just like the entire process of like finding the space, you know, right now we're like in the contract, um, the, the, oh, con- not, sorry, not contracting phase. We're in the, we're pulling permits and different things like that. Yeah. yeah. If I just wanted like a simple salon, like something that I have right now, where it's just like, all right, let's paint this walls, put this nice floor and do some plumbing. it I would have already been in there, but yeah. I'm, really, really trying to create an environment and atmosphere. I, I, I'm building out my dream salon, like a salon where I know that I would love to go into and just relax and feel taken care of. So I want to build not just, you know, a salon, but a destination. I want my clients to feel like when they go there, they're not, they're somewhere else. You know what I mean? So, um, they can escape their, their worries, their issues, their problems, and just feel taken care of. So, Um, I'm super excited that too on its own has just added a lot of layers into my life and it's a lot going on yeah I can imagine yeah yep so that's my goal just to get that get that space up and running yeah get it set up and and then I think I'm gonna take a nice vacation (laughs) you deserve a nice vacation (laughs) Okay. okay two, three months just to be and recuperate. Because I'm the type of person I I give, I feel a lot. Um, yeah. And so a lot of things take a lot of energy out of me. So yeah. I just feel like I've just been toiling this past half of the year. I've just been toiling. So towards the end of the year, I think I just want some time off to just enjoy the fruits of my labor and just like relax. And then next year, I we're going to get to it. Yeah. Next year I'm thinking about, you know, starting the process of like franchising and, you know, going into that. Yeah.
0: Wow. That is amazing. I mean, even just to see that type of business being cultivated in our industry, which for so long has been like, okay, women in this location, just stay right here. Don't do anything beyond serving these women work seven, eight days per week um or yes I seven eight I said eight days because you'd be overworking yourself <laughs> all the hours don't eat and to to now be in a space where you're creating a destination for people to escape to to think about franchising to be trademarking the system that you created like that is a totally different way of thinking of this hair and beauty industry um yeah and and I'm just I'm just so inspired by you um and what you're building what you're creating um if you could because i know we're not going to get to everything that we will have to have you back because we didn't even really dive into the program that you created no it
1: would be my pleasure Um, pleasure. Um,
0: i would i would love if you could just share share a bit of advice for that uh new stylist that is entering in the industry right now 2023 and beyond um what type of what advice would you give to them about their mindset
1: Hmm. Do it afraid. And you don't have to have all the answers to start. Start with what you have where you are um and and just go from there and like connect with your clients, listen to your clients, ask good questions. If you don't know good questions, Google it. Like literally like the internet has a lot of the answers that we seek. And I would also say, um, find somebody in the industry that you look up to, somebody that you you like, not just their work, you like their personality, right? And you see how far they've come. Like, look, literally, if you can't see their their, if you started out perfect with like the perfect pictures, I I'm I wouldn't follow that. Like, start yeah. with somebody who literally like you can see the terrible pictures they used to post and like how it's like progressively increased and they've improved and they've grown a lot find somebody in your industry or even out of your industry learn from them pay you know pay them whatever they ask for you know to learn from them because I feel like this is not the time to start from scratch even when I'm thinking of franchising I'm not thinking of freeing this out on my own I got to find somebody else who's franchised their salon and say hey how did you do that <laughs> do you have this information is it in a book you know, I'm going to start reading books on, on that, you know, because those are people that have gone before us. They've made the mistakes so that you don't have to make those mistakes. So I think it's very important. One thing I'm learning about is leverage, leverage other people's knowledge, leverage other people's, you know, mindsets and their energy, right? So you can really focus on your craft and just master it. Another thing that I'll talk about is not just focus on the technical things, right? Because it's easy to be the the baddest braider in the world or the baddest stylist or loctician in the world but do you have the most contagious personality do you have are you, so, are you are you gentle are you soft are you the soft skills to me are the most important things it's not because i'm the absolute best braider it's truly because of just how i like how's your spirit what energy do you give off and people think just cuz you're online you can fake it Oh, you can, you sure can, but it's not going to last because people will literally, especially if you're showing up live every day. Oh, people will catch things like, wait, she's kind of, we got an attitude, like, right. And people talk, your clients will talk, you know, when they have a good experience with you and they really connect with you, they're going to tell their friend, man, she's amazing. She's really cool. She's level-headed. Like she's not going to be on the phone. She's not going to bring no drama. Nobody's going to pull up. And, you know, especially like working from home, when I say, when people ask me, have you ever had a, a crazy client? I would not say I've had a crazy client. No, no. Your
0: energy, which you're attracting.
1: Exactly. Exactly. When people say like, oh, I had this person that I didn't want to pay and they called the cop. Never. The only cops that ever showed up was this grandma that her grandbaby was getting her done the next day. And she she pulled up to like check and make sure neighborhood and i was like hi girl you want to come and and see and i give her a little tour like look everything is
0: good and she was like i have no problems yeah yeah i love that i mean that's very very solid advice um and i wholeheartedly agree with everything that you shared don't start from scratch we don't we don't gotta do that So I I value your time. So I want to thank you for spending some time with us today and sharing a glimpse into your journey. If, well, not even if, people want to connect with you, how do they do that? Where do they find you online? Where do they go to get installations? Where do they come to learn about this new destination salon you're creating?
1: Absolutely. So you can find me um, on Braids That Speak. And on Instagram and our website is www.braidsatspeak.com. And yeah, I think those are like the biggest ways you can connect with us. And just, we have a customer service number that you can text and ask questions. Everything is literally in our Instagram page. If you just click the link in our bio, you can see all our prices. You can book a consultation, which is normally the first step. Um, cause we, It's not just about you being the right fit for us. We got to make sure we're the right fit for you too. So,
0: yeah. Thank you.